What's up, everybody? You're sitting with Gordy in the middle of a, like, fucking what once was a cornfield prior to all this snow disaster. We're, like I said, middle of buttfuck nowhere. It's Tuesday, most likely. It's wooden your ear, as always. We actually got really cool fucking guest on that's going to be talking with us, kind of explain some shit that's going on all the way on the other fucking side of the country, pretty much. But basically, this guy, I I want to say it's his brand. I should have done more research than I did, but I was so hyped about, like, oh, my God, like, this guy was cool talking to us that I kind of just, like, hey, like, neato, and just dropped it from there. So, fuck me. I did everything wrong. And I, I hope I'm not coming on too strong for you, but his name is Steve Glassner. He's from Wayward Soul Skateboards. They've actually got a video that's coming out here pretty soon, but Steve, you want to kind of like introduce yourself, let everybody know what Wayward's all about? Of course. Well, I'm Steve Glassner. I'm the owner of Wayward Soul Skateboards. We're from Long Island, New York. And um, it's been a long hiatus, but I'm glad to be back and I'm glad to have this whole new pro team. So as far as hiatus, what was going on all there? Uh, we had a, another company called True Life Skateboards back in 2007 to 2009. And it went under. Then I tried to start up another board company. And a whole bunch of other life problems came around. Uh, I was uh, badly injured. I had a broken back. And then my daughter was born. And that was the happiest day of my life. And she's the one that actually got me back into skateboarding. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was uh, interesting. You know, during the pandemic, I'm like, you know what? I really want to put my artwork back onto skateboards and make a company that doesn't judge anybody, that doesn't follow the mainstream, pretty much. And my daughter, she's five years old now, and she fell in love with a skateboard, and the rest is history. So how's she coming along with skateboarding? Uh, she's inventing her own tricks and everything like we all used to do. She figured out that um, trick you could put your feet underneath the board, flip it over, and jump back on it type deal. <laughs> See, that's, but, that's what's so great is that, man, that's when it's the most fun, though, ain't it? Of course. And, you know, she can't stay off the board every time she sees a blank deck, if she sees my board and everything. She goes nuts. She just wants to go skateboard. She ditched a scooter. She doesn't want to bike anymore. So Good for her. <laughs> she's better than the scooter. Hey, you know, she's probably better than me eventually. <laughs> you actually, like, you kind of answered a question. I feel dumb because now that I actually, like, look at it, it's, oh, his name's, like, right in the, like, graphics. But I was going to ask you about who did all the graphics and everything. Well, but, we, have, well, we have a team of artists. Uh, I did the watercolor series when I first started. Then um, another guy from True Life, Colin Muthe, he uh, he started doing some stuff. Dad, I made a surprise for you. <laughs> oh, my daughter just walked in. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yep. Speaking of my daughter, that was her. <laughs> She made this uh, little snowflake uh, ornament, and she came down to put it on the Christmas tree. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 
She knew I was down here. She just wanted to be part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it really was. Yeah. She's a, she's a little ham. But um, back to graphics. So I did the watercolor series, which was the praying hands, the Ouija board cursor. Then another dude from True Life, uh, Colin Muthe, he goes by the name Skullflesh on Instagram. He uh, teamed up with me and did the whole Skull series, which has been our staple for the remaining remaining days of 2020. Then I oh, so the other. butterfly one wasn't you? No, that was uh, that was Skullflesh. That was actually one of my old graphics from True Life Skateboards that he redrew for me. Okay, see, that was the one that like st- stood out to me. That like, if I had to, well, it's not my favorite, but we'll get into that one later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, Colin did all the skeletons and everything. I want to bring back the 80s graphics a little bit, give a little more soul to the graphics. And um, just the industry now, the graphics just seem so plain and factory. Yeah, like just, hey, how many can we, how easy can we make this to print like 500 different colors? Yeah, then um, you've seen that trend where, Mid-2000s, everything started becoming factory. Everything started gearing towards the Olympics and everything. But there's a few other companies out there that are making some crazy graphics and putting together some crazy teams and bringing a whole different side of skateboarding. Yeah, which I guess that's kind of what I love about what you guys and not just you guys, but there's a lot of guys like I was really big on the welcome train back in like, what would that have been, 2010, 2011? Not to turn this into a conversation about them instead of you guys, but it's really refreshing to me just to see guys out there and just, you know, like, hey, I'm going to do this because I think this is cool. Someone else has got to think this is cool too, right? Yeah, and you know, with the resurgence of skateboarding in the last couple of years, you really see it, the micro brand becoming the forerunner of everything. No, you have Mike V with Street Plant, which his graphics and everything are just awesome. You have Tori Pudwell doing his thing. And all these small brands really are giving the giving the identity back to the skaters, which I really dig. Well, and I like because you kind of like you're kind of getting at it. But it's like skateboarders are owning skateboarding again, which hasn't seemed to be the case in a long time because it was so prohibitive to just like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my own skateboard because nobody's really making the skateboard for me. They're making what they're telling me that I should want, and maybe I'm projecting something onto you. I mean, if that's not the case, then tell me no. No, uh, there's definitely a part of it. You know, owning a company in the skateboard industry is very strange because you, there's trends that you have to follow. There's all this information, but all the information is the same. So breaking away from that, I feel, is just a beautiful thing that a lot of these guys are doing. Yeah, and it's, I guess, I guess it's a little different because the stakes are much lower on the podcasting end. Maybe, maybe they are. I don't know, but it feels like what you're doing is a lot more real than what I'm doing over here. Uh, no, everybody plays their part. 
you know, once you're a skateboarder, you're a skateboarder. There's nothing, nothing can change that. You know, from podcasting to writing books, which I'm ordering your book tomorrow, which is going to be amazing. Oh, sweet! Thanks, man. And um, you know, you have your you have your guys on Instagram doing their thing. You have the artists, and it's just it's too big to talk about. Yeah, it's just, it's it's all over the place. Yeah, and uh, nowadays there's so many good people. You know, I started out in the mid to late nineties when I was just a kid and kick flipping off a curb is cool. Now you have <laughs> good luck with that now, right? Right. Now you have kids that are ten years old doing ten eighties on a mega ramp and it's just like really? Okay, so you, you use that as an example and I'm sure you probably know this same thing with the nine hundred, but there's two things that I'll always argue. Like people I don't want to downplay a different event. But I think everybody mm-hmm. knows exactly where they were when the 900 happened and the 1080. Yep. Like, never forget. Uh, I remember watching uh, Mr. Hawk doing the 900 at the X Games. Like, that's one of my marker moments of, oh, man, I really want to do this. Yeah, it's like, was, again, I can't yeah, doubt. Yeah. I I feel like I'm joking, but... The 900 was one of those things. It's like everything is different now. Yeah, the progression in skateboarding from graphics to style, even the tricks, it's going so fast at a rapid pace that it's hard to even just keep up nowadays. Yeah, it's. I'll tell you what, I gave up my dreams of like being a pro skateboarder not too long after discovering how crazy apparently the rest of the world was. <laughs> No, I have a couple of guys that are pro for me, and I remember telling Trevor, "No, it's not exactly what you do on the board that makes you a pro skateboarder. It's also what you do off the board." And when I told him that, something just clicked, and you just saw a whole different side of Trevor and what he's been doing on and off the board. What he's been doing in the community is just pretty much amazing. What all if if it's not like prying too far into that? What all does he do? Because all I all I know is what I'm seeing on Instagram, which is all the skateboarding stuff. Like you got that thing of him for his pro model board doing that fifty fifty on the handrail, but it's that underplays it because it's one of those like you just tap it handrails, which makes it that much harder. Yeah, you know, um, Trev never used to do handrails. No, he's a tech skater, crazy manuals for days. And his uh, bag of tricks is just so deep. It he'll bust something out like he did a no comply tail slide down a seven hubba. I'm just looking at him like, all right, you never done that before. He's like, yeah, I had him. I had him since I was like 13. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, he stepped out of his comfort zone. He started hitting handrails. He's doing gaps, but it's also he's giving back to the kids in the community. You know, he started up his own skate school and everything. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. You know, and um, they just opened up Daggers Apparel, uh, Trevor and Billy. And that's going strong, too. You know, I've seen these kids skate since they were teenagers. Now they're grown men and achieving their dreams. Which has got to be so crazy to see. Yeah. Funny story about Billy. Um. 
right when I was getting out of true life and I was hard on injury and everything, I tried to start up a brand called Abstract Skateboards. And <laughs> I said to Billy to uh, tray flip this pyramid at Mastic Skate Park going the opposite way that he normally does. And he did it, landed a sketchy, and I gave him a board. I said, all right, one day you're going to come ride for me. The next day he hits me up and says, dude, the boards are too heavy. <laughs> this wood is crap. What's going on? I'm like, dude, trust me, you're going to ride for me one day. And seven years later, he's a, he's a pro skateboarder for Wayward Soul. Hell yeah, man. And actually, those two guys, and I don't know, I know it's like the whole team and everything. Those two are the ones that I'm most familiar with, just based on the clips that I've been seeing. But you guys are working on a whole video and everything, right? Yeah, you know, uh, we started it back in April when the company started first coming out. And I relinked up with Chris Luciano, also known as Eastwood Block. He has his own media company and everything. And, you know, we put on a few contests. We started filming for Wayward stuff. And it was just me at first. Then um, Danny, Danny and Billy were the first two on. And then Trevor came, you had Rich, and it just started growing. Then we all just started filming this video, and what we've been getting is a completely different side of New York skateboarding. Yeah, which is actually kind of interesting to me as someone who my entire, I guess, introduction to New York skateboarding was the New York mixtapes. So that's oh, what classic. I assumed, like, oh, that's what it's like out there. You know, it, it is what it's like out there or out here, you know, New York and the East coast is just crusty fast pace. And you really have to figure some stuff out. And a lot of the East coast guys have crazy pop and can pop over almost anything. Well, that's, there was something about that because I always to kind of paint like some backstory to me and maybe like you might hear this and be like, God, you, you were the dumbest kid for thinking this way or yeah, you're right. We are that we are that much better. But I always saw like you would see that and you would see like a lot of the stuff coming from like Crail Tap and all that and all like everything out west. And I don't know, maybe it's like my I was looking at the right videos or whatnot, but there was something about and again I gotta put it on the New York mixtapes, because that was that was really my whole thing as far as New York skateboarding. But there was just something about, like, the skateboarding that's done out there, to me, seemed a lot more real than I would watch things like, I guess, like, yeah, right, and thing like that, stuff like that, or Goldfish, and it would just be like, that's not the real world. This is all filmed on a stage. Like, you guys aren't actually skateboarding. Those guys over there, that's what skateboarding is. That's where I want to be. <laughs> Uh, it, it's two different worlds. You know, I've been out to California and everything is perfect out there. You know, you can walk outside two feet from your apartment or from a hotel and there's a spot. Yeah, all the on curbs the East, are mini ramps, right? Yeah. But <laughs> on the East Coast, on the East Coast, a lot of guys are creating the spots. There's so many DIY spots in, in the city now. And it's just a different style of skateboarding. 
Now, you could joke around with anybody from New York, and they go like to Philly, they go to California, they go down south. If the spot is shit, like, oh, man, that's a New York spot. Or if it's weird and wonky, you'll hear some guys say, oh, it's a Long Island spot. It's not skatable. Yeah, like, you can't touch that. Like, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's... And the winters are rough up here, so all the pavement gets chewed up. Concrete cracks. Yes. That's that's something we got over in the Chicago area, too. Granted, I don't know. Like, the last few years, you guys have had it way worse. But that's just something, like, you know, we deal with it. If we got to move some snow out of the way, we do it. Yeah, the concrete's going to hurt a lot more because it's harder. That's just part of the struggle, right? Yeah, it is. It is what it is, you know. My whole life, you fall on concrete. Regardless, it's going to hurt. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just a different vibe and a different style of skating. And, you know, me personally, I love crusty spots. There's one spot over by us, which I call the ruins. The thing is so crusted over. You need you need cruiser wheels just to skate back there. Man, anymore, I need cruiser wheels just to skate in general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too hey, old and lazy for anything else. Hey, 30-plus club, I'm right there with you. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, like, it used to be cool to ride on, ro- on basically rocks of wheels, but, you know, I'd rather just not feel all these cracks and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, like growing up in the 2000s era of skateboarding, it was seven, seven fives and below, um, 42 millimeter wheels, no riser pads, and just go. Yeah, you know, it's so funny to think that that was just like, not only was that normal, but that was what you had to have. Because now it's like, if you would have told me back then, like, yeah, you're going to be riding on 60 millimeter wheels. You're going to have the riser pad and your board, your board, believe it or not, is going to be 10 inches wide. And not only that, but it's not going to be a rare thing to find such a board. <laughs> I would have never believed it. Yeah, you know, it's the evolution of skateboarding is just amazing. And from the technology and everything. But um, you can see the trends. You know, now we're moving into this whole new trend of shape boards. Like I see more people riding the shapes. People are still upsizing to an 8.5 or bigger. So it's very interesting. But then there's also guys that are downsizing back to toothpicks, which is crazy. I guess what I love about it is there's, like, now there seems to be the option. And maybe I was just an ignorant kid, but I don't remember that ever being the case. Yeah, no, you, when we were kids, it was, hey, this is what's in. You got to wear it. You got to rock it just to fit into the clicks that were there in skateboarding. Now you have no clicks. Well, some clicks, but not like it was back in the early 2000s where, oh, you couldn't go over here and skate if you don't have a girl chocolate board and a crew bomber jacket. Yeah, now if you don't have that, then you're not a skateboarder. Yeah, now it's um, now it's more diverse. You could have people from different backgrounds, different clicks, and they're all hugging and high-fiving each other when they land tricks and everything. And that's what skateboarding should be. Yeah, as much as as much as much we like to joke, and even I made the joke earlier about, like, 
yeah, screw scooters and all, like, all you guys, like, if you're not into this, well, then you can just get on out. Like, at, at the end of the day, that's a joke. Like, if, if you're riding a skateboard, that's what's cool. I don't care if it's, like, a longer skateboard, a longboard or nothing like that. It's like, hey, you know, we're all here doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't matter if you're a newbie, if you're day one or day 1,000. No, it's all the same thing. Yeah, none of us are as good as these, like, crazy kids doing 1080s. So, <laughs> and, you know, 1080s and everything else, it, that's just mind-boggling itself. Exactly. But, you know, the guys that I grew up idolizing are people like Dan Cates, uh, Patrick Melcher, and even okay. Simon Woodstock. Like, even Ragdoll. Ragdoll is just rad. Insane. And yeah, they just have a non-conventional way of skateboarding, and they just do themselves. They don't try to fit in, and they just, they're them. And I think that's the epitome of skateboarding. Yeah, and actually, that's an interesting list that you gave in general, because as I think of that, like, yes, those guys all span so, like, huge, like, vastly different kinds of skateboarding, but at the same time, they've it somehow fits in into like street skateboarding. But my point actually being is that kind of in my brain, maybe everybody else is listening to this and it's like, how the hell did you make that? Uh, how'd you jump to that conclusion from that? But to me, that makes sense as far as like, okay, now I'm looking at all the wayward soul stuff that I've seen. And it's like, Oh, that makes total sense that these are the guys that he grew up watching. Yeah. You know, like, I grew up watching Black Label. Um, the first video I fell in love with was Escape from Boredom from Deaf Skateboards. And even the Fancy Lad stuff that's been going on the last decade, I fell in love with that because it's so different. And it's not the same tricks. There's only so many times I could watch a tray flip on flat before it's like, all right. I've seen it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, but what else? Yeah. Like, um, the transforming boards that the fancy lads do, it's just, that's just crazy in itself and major props to those guys because I would have never, ever even thought of putting the mousetrap on a board and making it do a kickflip. Oh, that's, you know what, I've, I never really thought about the actual inner workings of that, but yeah, I guess that is how that would work, isn't it? Just a spring. Yeah, there's... There's so many. I feel dumb just putting that together. (laughs) Yeah, you know, there's, and all those guys are good. Like, they could. Yeah, they're insane. They could all do stairs, they could all do rails and everything, but they just skate the way they want to and just have fun. So, so not necessarily to change the subject, but I do want to talk about this because this is. So I kind of like got to wear you guys through Instagram and everything. Ed, you were sending some videos my way which i loved and i actually really like getting those videos i'm really shitty about responding so if anybody else like sends anything to us at wooden your ear it's not that i ignore it it's just like i'll look at something and then just playing like oh i gotta take care of something really quick and never say anything back my favorite though was since hitting that little follow and whatnot you get the little like instagram stories and whatnot and if I sound like an old person trying to describe this, it's because I'm still learning Instagram. But um, 
you hit the thing and it shows like the little like five second little thingies. My favorite was there was this little like, I guess, saga that you guys had of basically being, I guess, harassed over Instagram of people (laughs) pretending to be you and whatnot. And it was so funny for me to just see all these things. And I absolutely love the way you responded to it by just taking like, hey, we're just going to take the screenshot. We're going to throw it on the graphics. And this is like that favorite graphic that I was talking about is you guys actually like, hey, we're just going to sell this board. It's going to have all this shit everybody's saying and like pretending to be us. Do we know whose phone number that is on the bottom of the board? The phone number that's on the bottom of the board is actually um, the National Suicide Hotline. Oh, I feel like a jackass now for like thinking that was a joke. And it also says that in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all but that's good. even cooler because like you guys are actually like donating towards that. Yeah, you know, the, hopefully um, a few more boards sell and I'll be able to make a larger donation than what we have already. I'm going to be putting in my own money as well. You know, Growing up in the skate scene, like when I did, there's a lot of clicks. There's a lot of bullying. There's a lot of, um, hey, you can't skate that, or you suck, you can't switch tray, things like that. And myself and a few other guys in the older generation really feel the same way as, like, hey, bullying is not cool, can't do that, and... My response was, you know what, I'm going to take all these fake accounts, put them on a board, and give back to something that I really feel strongly about, and that's suicide prevention and bullying prevention. Yeah, and that I think that's the kind of thing that I like the most, because you could argue that like skateboard like making a skateboard and all this stuff, you could make the argument that like what's that even matter? But here's the thing, like what you this even if you ignore all, if you say none of that matters, this, you, you can't tell me that it doesn't matter. Like, hey, you're putting, even if the skateboard itself doesn't matter, the money that's going towards that skateboard is doing something good for the world. Yeah. And, you know, like, during the high point of this whole fiasco, it lasted maybe 36 hours. You know, there ended up being over 30 accounts. I found out some people who did the accounts were friends of mine, not no friends of mine now, but they were riding the hype trying to get a rouse out of me. But it's like, you're going out of your way to make these accounts, to harass other people in the industry, thinking that they're me. And it's just like, what for? Like you're probably talented at skateboarding and why are you wasting your time doing this? Yeah, and it, not to like make this into a downer or nothing, but I think it's really important to say, and this is this is part of the reason why I love this graphic. Not only do I think it's like an amazing joke, but the fact is, is while in this case this harassment, yeah, whatever, like oh they're pretending to be my company and we're gonna make this big joke out of it because screw them. In most cases, that harassment isn't, it isn't just like, oh, I'm pretending to be this thing for a couple hours. For most, for most people, I think it's pretty kind of serious and they get, 
it really hurts them. Which is why I love that this is actually like throwing that out there. Like, hey, you know, this is funny, except for it's not funny. Yeah, and you know, there there is a uh, group chats that they snuck me into and try to lead false leads to who it was in the community. But then they started attacking other kids inside that group chat, and it it got way too out of hand. It's under control now, but it's like to go out of that way just to try to imitate or make fun of something. Okay, you can make a parody of something, but now you're getting into the malicious territory where you're hurting somebody, where you're trying to impersonate other people to hurt other people. And that, that's not cool. Yeah, and whether what people want to admit it or not, the fact is, like, you, you kind of hit it, too, with, like, little kids. Like, yeah, that might not bother you, but that kid that you now decided to pick on, you have no idea how they're taking that. Like, this is the internet. You're not standing in front of that kid. And even if you are standing in front of that kid, like, that could that could be really, really hurting that kid. Yeah. And I know it's it's ridiculous, it's childish. But you know I'm glad it's over now. But you know if we got a graphic that's out there that stands for a really good cause and you know all the proceeds we make off that is gonna go to the to the foundation. And uh CyberSmile is just a really great organization. Uh they've they've shared the graphic and for the last couple of decades, they've really been putting a crack on it and helping kids get get a hand over cyberbullying, suicide prevention, and everything else. See, and that's just again, I gotta. I feel like I keep repeating myself, but to actually like do something positive for not just like the skate community, but just the world in general. That's just so rad. Yeah, and you know it's it's a community effort. Uh, it's not just one person doing something. It's a community effort, and anybody who's listening out there, if you see someone being bullied at a skate park or just getting beat down, reach out to them. You never know who who could help somebody. Like in Colorado. A uh, friend of ours, DB Designs, he's doing a whole another fundraiser for this one kid. Uh, he's a skateboarder. He has autism, and he got jumped and beat up because of his disability. So DB Designs is doing this whole fundraiser to keep this kid active, keep him going. And also on that side of the world, somebody pushed a young one off a 15 foot ramp and the kid has been in the ICU and it's with 2020. It's seems like that's the wave people bullying each other. People get into everybody's business. But if you see that, just put it to an end before it escalates. Yeah. Cause that's one of those things where I could, I couldn't imagine like the fact that the kid's alive. Yeah. Uh, it's Colorado skate shop. I believe the name of the shop. Well, look it up for you guys, but they're doing a whole GoFundMe page just to help this kid pay his medical bills and everything. Yeah, and it should never come to that. And 
It's it's nuts. It's um Loco Skate Shop Colorado. Okay, so yeah, everybody, I'm actually going to put in the show notes. You can check all that out there. Steve, if you don't mind sending me that link so we can get get them some help. Yeah, it's, uh, especially with everything going on, you know, you have all the young kids starting to skateboard. You have other people getting annoyed that their skateboarders not getting along, their scooters, overpopulation of skate parks, but it's a good thing. You know, support one another, support one another, and really, really become the community that we're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, that's what I try to preach to a lot of the young ones over in our area, because if they see that like separation, then it's gonna it's gonna be in that frame of mind again. Yeah. Hey, this is Cabbage from In the Patch with Cabbage Podcast. Are you looking for that perfect gift for this holiday season? Are you just sitting around doubting yourself, feeling like a failure, like you need a good pick-me-up? Well, either way, I have the perfect thing for you. Go to gordontharp.com and order Yes, You Can Invert. That's right, gordontharp.com. Yes, You Can Invert. What are you waiting for? Pick up your phone, go order order it right now. I mean, it's a book about trying. Lord knows you're not trying hard enough. You need, you can always use a little more try in your life. So you might even learn something. Maybe you'll even learn how to invert. I don't know. So don't miss out on this great read. And if you don't know how to read, have your mama read it to you. Uh, Lord knows she can read a good book. She read me a good one the other night. It's a great deal. For the price of a pack of smokes and a Chipotle burrito, you can own an autographed copy of Yes, You Can Invert. That's right, an autographed copy of Yes, You Can Invert at GordonTharp.com. That's G-O-R-D-O-N-T-H-A-R-P.com. Not .com, you perverts, .com, C-O-M. And by the way, be sure to go check out my podcast in the patch so with actually, cabbage. We're, we're now get out yeah, there and give them hell. So much faster than I ever, ever think. But what? Anything else going on with Wayward here soon? Well, um, a bunch of bunch of stuff. You know, the guys have been really, really putting in the work for the video, and I'm really stoked to hopefully have it out by mid mid spring. Oh, nice. No, um. Mook, Mook just dropped uh, a clip, which he did a huge gap. It was a four, flat four, flat six. Oh, sick. Yeah, so that was crazy. Uh, Billy and, I was just out with Billy, Trevor, and Chris hitting the park a little bit, and Mook was there. Um, Rob is going crazy with the tech. Like, There's some stuff that he's been putting out I can't really think of. Like impossible... Possible nose grind, three shove out, like that stuff's just gonna be crazy to watch. I, that's one of those tricks where it's hard for me to imagine because you're talking about wrapping around the back foot and then landing on the front truck. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all all these guys have such a deep bag of tricks. Now we hit a lot of legendary New York spots, which you could scroll through our Instagram and see some. Spoilers with pictures and everything. Like you have Conrad Banks, you have Blubba, which is the black hub in the middle of the financial district in Manhattan. Yeah, 
more of the court districts, really. Then, um, yeah, that I'm so happy with these guys. And we just uh, we just signed over two guys from Massachusetts, which is pretty rad. No, Jordan, Jordan, and Josh, and I just turned Josh Silva pro, which is awesome. Yeah, the I saw that the announcement of the. Oh, I want to say Nolly, but I'm not too sure. But into the bank. Yeah, it was uh, it was Nolly into the bank. And then we posted up um, this crazy long ass crook. Uh, I think it was a wall ride, wall ride down ten in this no slide on a seven, I believe it was. I think it was a seven out ledge, where you had a gap like four stairs to get over the gap. Oh hell know. yeah! Then um, today just released a color remix that they just did, which they did their own version of the colors video with uh, some disco and everything or techno, whatever it was. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to watching that remix, but now that you like paint it that way, I'm excited because I love doofy stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and Colors was such a cool, cool project too, with all the slow mo lighting up the DIY with a whole bunch of colored lights, and that that place is just hard to skate to begin with because it's an old driving range. Shout out to okay. uh, shout out to Duran and Dom for actually building that place uh the the driving range has been abandoned since the 80s nothing's been there and these dudes are professional masons and they started building a park back there nice yeah so skating it at night with all the poles in the in the middle and bobbing and weaving out of them is just insane (laughs) i bet you know uh danny doing some crazy stuff on flat Rob with his tech stuff. Justin. Justin is just a whole nother animal. When it comes to skateboarding, I don't know what goes through that kid's head. And um, Billy with the hand plant on the quarter pipe. You know, that start. Yeah, that was the one that stood out to me. Yeah, you can't, can't see anything. And he just hand plants the quarter, comes back in fakie, I believe. Yeah, I don't know what that was. It's like a Miller flip, but backside. Yeah, I think it was just the way he set up with a hand plant, and it just flipped him a weird way. He's going to be so mad I, at me. I would take it. <laughs> I think it was a sad plant. I'm not 100% sure. I'm terrible at transition tricks, but like Billy's transition is crazy. Like He just did a 360 Madonna at a Mastic today. I'm just like, he has those unlocked, but that one just looked super clean. Yeah, I think his stuff's the one that I'm the most excited to see in this new one. Yeah, Bill, Billy, Billy's such an interesting character. Now his style of skating doesn't fit him, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he throws in all these old school tricks, like boneless everything, thread the needles, ollie morphs, and he does them on such crazy obstacles. So it's his bag of tricks too just goes so deep that he surprises you every every day. He'll throw something and you're like, When did you learn that? Oh, I had it for years. Yeah, I just forgot about it till today. Yeah. And you know, every time we go out filming, it's always an adventure because we choose spots based on everybody's abilities. Go out there and they throw something completely different than what you 
thing you're trying to film, which is great. So yeah, in that case, I'm excited to see this video here in the spring. Um, I guess before we let go, any last little things you want to let everybody know where to find you and whatnot? Um, you could uh, always look us up on Instagram, which is uh, wayward underscore soul SB. And you could uh, get links to all of our skaters, all the news and everything. Then our website is waywardsoulsb.com. Sweet, man. I know th- I know this was like a little quick, a quick little thing. And but I'm a, I always have fun, like, talking to everybody. And I love learning a little bit more. I'm Like I said, I'm super excited to see the video. Uh, I'm and, excited, too. You know, I'm, I'm going through the footage every day. And uh, the guys are coming back with songs that they want. And it's it's looking looking pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these guys these guys have all been the sleepers, I would like to say, on Long Island. Everybody, Hell yeah. Everybody sleeps on them. And especially Trevor. Uh, everybody that meets Trevor and skates with Trevor, I feel like ends up skating like Trevor. But... They don't understand how Trevor skates. It's hilarious. <laughs> it just like rubs off. Yeah, I mean, um, if you scroll all the way back, like towards the beginning, there's a clip of Trevor no complying up the double set in the park, which is a three flat three. Oh, sick. Yeah. So it's like, that's the type of skateboarding you'll be able to see with Wayward. You'll be seeing a diverse, like such a diverse field of skateboarding. But once you watch everybody skate, it almost feels like one family. Yeah. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked on everything. You have some uh, 30 plusers, you have some young guns, and it's gonna, it's gonna be pretty amazing. Hell yeah, man! And then um, you can look up um, the new graphics. They're going to be periodically coming out through January and February, which are the new pro graphics, um, new team graphic, and that's all being done by Mike over at Shinobi Skateboards. So you could, you could expect some ninjas and stuff. Okay. So it's going to, going to be a fun, so what... uh, fun 2021. We got a lot of uh, <laughs> crazy things in store. Yeah, that's what we need, right? Hey, you never stop creating. Once you stop creating, then why bother? <laughs> Exactly. So that's what I'm going to leave all you guys, everybody listening. That's going to be your guys' homework for this week. You're going to go, you're going to go on to Instagram. You're going to check out Wayward Soul. I want you to specifically check out that Colors remix. And then like scheduling your calendar for mid, late spring. You're going to check out that new video. And with that, we're going to let you guys go get all your shit done. And I'm going to check this all next week. I expect this all to be like, I want like a little like report on the video on what you thought, what you saw. I need proof that you've seen it. <laughs> and with that, I want you guys to just give them hell. Oh yeah. Well, if um, let's have a fun one with this. All right. So in, uh, <laughs> in uh, Josh's graphic that we just dropped, the werewolf, there's a hidden ninja inside the graphic that uh, Mike put in. Whoever could find that. Ninja in the graphic, screenshot it and get get it to you first. 
I'll give him a copy of that board for free. Hell yeah, you guys heard it. That's happening. Find that ninja. Get your board. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's a tough one. So all the new graphics are going to have uh, some Easter eggs that you guys could uh, find and try to get some free shit. So. Oh, sick. Yeah, we're going to be doing a lot more giveaways, a lot more contests, and just keep the spirit of skateboarding alive. Now, you got, guys, get out there, watch that video, write your report, find that ninja, get your free board right now.